right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here alone for a solo interview episode, or technically not an interview episode. I mean, there's one guest. John and Chuck aren't here. That's what I mean by that, the habit of saying a solo interview episode. I'm talking to Dave DeFore. We both go back and forth our best guesses at who's going to make the all-star game. It was a lot of fun. It was good to talk to Dave, but mainly just pointing out not a full episode with John and Chuck, the next full episode, not sure. Maybe this week, maybe next week, but I do have word that you can get a John and Chuck episode very soon going up behind the old paywall. That's right at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast episode two of ground Chuck. The Patreon exclusive episodes will be going on over there. So that will drop very soon for those in our Patreon. We've been trying to push people towards our Patreon, trying to get those, you know, longtime listeners. We want to get you involved. We have a bunch of new things we're going to be rolling out with that. But even until that happens, $5 and up right now will get you the bonus episodes, plus all the other content that we put up at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. The NFL came back. We played fantasy football with some of our Patreon supporters. I feel morally conflicted about the NFL, but when I was watching it on Sunday, it was I loved it. I, I, I no longer felt bad. I was just like, this is the best. I, I definitely missed this. And one of the best parts about the NFL coming back was actually that I got to play draft again. I adore draft. I played it. I got addicted to it in the NBA season. I couldn't convince myself to play baseball or golf or something I know nothing about, but I started doing those fantasy drafts on draft, and I'm going to win both of the ones I did this week against listeners. Uh, Sorry, uh, Love Kebabs and Yoder for taking you guys down. But if you like fantasy football and you don't want to do like one of those big fan duel type things where you're against a bunch of strangers, you can just do draft. Download the app draft.com slash fast break. You can join a game just with your buddies. You don't have to play against any strangers. And again, me and Ryan, we went heads up, just one-on-one. We, we took out all the top picks, so we played an expert draft, playing for three bucks. I love it. It's another fun way to watch football, to play fantasy football with your buddies. You're not going up against sharks. You're not going up against a bunch of guys with a bunch of entries. You're just doing a snake draft. You're picking your guys, and you're playing for a buck. I love the app. From the NBA season, I doubled my deposit. Like, I just mainly playing against strangers. I don't know if I'm going to play against strangers in the NFL. Not sure I, I know enough to beat them, but if you love fantasy football, you got to try it. It's legal. It's so easy. I just paid with PayPal. I put in a little bit of money, and now I'm off and running and doing a great job. If you sign up now if at that link, draft.com slash fast break, you'll get a free $3 entry into any game. You can do a practice game where you don't even spend money to try it out, but I'm telling you, just go on there. My username is fast break breakfast. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You can invite me into a draft, and we can play fantasy football against each other. I'm probably going to do it right now as I'm talking on Monday night. They got, we got the double header on Monday night. I'm going to do another draft just because it's fun, and I like playing for a buck. And even when I lose, if I'm losing to my buddies, that's fun. It's just, it's just I'm not playing for big money, just a couple bucks. And, again, if you're one of our listeners who supports us, this is a, this is a good way to support us is to download that draft app. Use the code FASTBREAK. Get that free $3 credit. 
They have some of those bigger games. You can play for pretty much as much as you want. You can join up with thousands of people to try to win a big grand prize. I just like playing against three people, a three-person draft, a six-person draft, where it's my buddies. I know who they are. Uh, and it adds another fun element of watching sports. So if that sounds like the kind of thing you're into, draft.com slash fastbreak. Use our code fastbreak. My guest today, you see him at B-Ball Breakdown on his own podcast on the NBA. That's right, Mr. Coach Dave DeFore. Dave, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm a little rusty. I haven't done a podcast in a couple months. Well, you hate off-season podcasting, I found out. You just hate it. I You're, do. You, you are well, sick I... of the NBA. Coach, I'm no, sick of the NBA, Dave DeFore. <laughs> that's, that's not quite it. Uh, it's... Um, I don't know, man, like the, the endless content, I think, I think it's a, it's a plague on our society. It's, it's part of the reason why we, you know, we blow things out of proportion because we need clicks and content and stuff like that. And I, you know, I just, I don't necessarily want to be a part of it. Now I would be doing podcasts, um, but you know, I've kind of had some family stuff going on. So took the opportunity to not make uh, content as it were. You just don't want to. You, you don't want to feed the beast. There's this beast that needs content. You're like, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna feed into this. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not a fan of of content for content's sake. I think good content is worthwhile, and I think you know. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I mean, we. I, I gotta say, I know you're not talking about me because you know we're well, we're we're good content. Podcast. This is this, this is, is news breaking. Oh yeah, podcast. no, we broke news, and no one yeah. will give us the credit. Not one person. So, I will say, I think what you've been doing this summer is fantastic. See, this is the time when you want to catch the coaches and the players and, and you know, the, the retired guys. This is a great time for interviews because, A, you can you can talk about the season that just passed. You can talk about the upcoming season. Yeah. And you're not catching them when they're working. You know what I mean? I mean, they are right. always working, but they're not in the midst of a season. So you actually can get them to open up a little bit. That's That's good content, though. I will say, last summer, I don't feel like we had to scrounge for content. Last summer, I feel like because the Kyrie trade, you know, was what was it, early September? I felt like we actually had stuff that happened nonstop last summer. I will admit, this summer, nothing has happened. Like, nothing yeah. has happened for the last month. So this is the first year where I'm like, I don't remember having to, like, sit and think, like, what should I talk about last summer? That has admittedly happened this summer where I'm like, right. Um, well, so Rodney this is hood. Yeah. We're coming up on <laughs> season three of my podcast. My right. first season I started, we had the Olympics. Oh yeah. Right. So we actually had good basketball to talk about what happened last summer. Aside from, um, you know, was there a, was stuff. there like a Euro basket or something? I, I can't remember. There was some, yeah. Euro basket was last summer. Yeah. But I don't even remember if I did a podcast. I just think there was I, tra- I feel like everything stretched out. And then the Kyrie was like this giant Dick. jolt of like everyone, man, your battle stations. We're back right. guys. We're back. And like everyone, well, that's was like, what we need. I think we need like a Jimmy Butler trade. We need it for week. listens, Dave. I'm telling you, <laughs> we need. Well, I saw, I saw Zach. Like our our listens this summer aren't like last summer. Like they 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 took off. Like like they were just flying. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. Off season content. People are eating up. This summer, it's like they're just trickling up. And I'm like, what's going on? But then I heard Zach Lowe say like there are no NBA clicks. He's like, no, none of our articles are getting clicks. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. If they're not no. getting clicks, we're not getting clicks. But uh, it is a it is a twelve month league, and we're in month thirteen. 
Yeah, yeah. We right? finally we finally ran out of content. Even with Adam Silver like trying to pump us like guys gambling, talk about gambling. Here, gambling, talk about it. Like, nah, we kind of well, we want to gamble on something. We're in we're in off season like uh media free agency right now. Like, you know, the That's athletic true. is hiring every single person you've ever heard of, which right? is fantastic. I love it. Um and yeah, I mean, this is I don't know. It, I kind of picked a great time to to like take this little time off because there's nothing happening. The hard part's going to be in a month when I have to come back and do stuff. And it's like, and I'm, was, I'm really glad you right. asked me to, to come on the podcast so I could, you know, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, that there's the hardcore Dave to foreheads out there who, who haven't gotten their hit of Dave in a while. And, and I, I'm hoping to grab those listens. This is an, well, this is a very overt courting uh, of you not, I'm like, Dave's not doing his own thing. I'm going to get him on my thing. Maybe get some of that Dave DeFore traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I hope, I hope that <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I no. mean, it really has been like, it, it's been like a month and a half since I've done any podcast at all. Yeah. I don't know uh, if you've read the, uh, the fine print of the email I sent you. You, you have a non-compete. You're not allowed to podcast this week after gotcha. today. Just, just, just so you know, uh, we got to get to breakfast though, Dave, we're going to yes. get, we're going to talk about creating our own content. Something that is very interesting that is getting my head into the game for getting ready for maybe making my over under predictions. Uh, we're going, to pick our all-star teams for the Eastern and Western Conference, uh, you know, in September as one does. Uh, but before that, of course, we got to get to your breakfast. Have you had breakfast yet? Uh, I had just coffee. You just know, come on, man. This is my thing. Like I, I don't, I don't normally eat until like one o'clock or something like I that. So I'm a you call me once. I'm a slave to the gimmick. Breakfast. We we got to do hey, it. You know, no, it's good. It's a good one. I always love hearing the crazy breakfasts that people have. I will say the best part about this offseason was doing that spiel to Jerry Stackhouse saying like on our show, we always start off talking about breakfast and he just says, okay, <laughs> it just cracked me up. Uh, anyway, I, I will tell you, Dave, I actually ate a bowl of cereal this morning, a little off brand. I, I broke, was just about to say, I had, I actually had some, I had some cinnamon checks. My son picked them out at the store. He's like, I want these. I'm like, that's fine. That's not as bad as it could be, I guess, as far as a sugary cereal. And, uh, I, I, I had some today. But one of the things that I've <laughs> learned from listening to this podcast is that there are still adults that are not my wife that eat cereal. My wife eats cereal when I'm not home, like when I'm traveling. She basically just lives on cereal. Interesting. I had yeah. quit. I had quit eating cereal. It had gotten me, you know, maybe about eight years ago. I finally hung it up. I was like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore. But since my son, you know, he picks up, so I had some around the house. Anyway, yeah, well, cereal is garbage food. I mean, it really just is. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no nutritional value. Sorry, Quaker Oats. I hope they're not the sponsor. Uh, not yet. They should. Oh, that'd be good branding on their part. You know? I, I reached out to uh, to General Mills about their Dippin' Dot cereal that I think was flawed. Uh, they haven't gotten back to me, <laughs> and I don't understand Hold why on. they wouldn't get back to me. Is it is it the cereal of the future? Uh, I, no, it's the cereal of the now, the ice cream of the future. You gotta. That's how they're capitalizing on it. Anyway, let's pick our all star teams. I want to start with the Western Conference, which is the packed. You know, the good conference. Uh, there's going to be a lot of snubs. I mean, there's always a lot of s- snubs in the West. And so it's really hard uh, to, to, to look at this and, be, and to realize that some of these guys aren't getting in. So we're going to do our best to predict uh, who gets in. And a lot of who gets into these All-Star games is, is based on who the starters are. So right. uh, the NBA changed the rule a couple years ago where it's not just that straight fan vote. And I'm going to ask you a question, Dave. I did not know this. This was a, su- a surprise to me. 
And this might just be that I am known to completely ignore some mainstream stories. Like I don't even, you know, like I, I like I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but I don't actually follow up. Do you know who would have started the All Star game last year in the Western Conference if they actually went by the fan vote? I, I don't know. I'm assuming four Warriors and James Harden. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, uh, it's close. <laughs> Uh, so l- last year there were two guys who were kicked out of the starting lineup based on the player and media vote Draymond green. So it, w- it would have been three warriors, but also this stunned me. Manu Ginobili was the second leading vote getter like uh, among, uh, uh, among the guards and then didn't make the all-star and team. didn't even make the all-star team. So that's a travesty. That's a travesty. And then all these people are like, is Manu a hall of famer? He only made one all-star game. You're... Well, he would have made two. But oh, the, uh, the NBA changed it. That, that was don't stunning get me to mad. me. Don't get me mad this early. Oh, I don't. I mean, you're a, so disrespectful. You're all team San Antonio now. I, uh, hey, hang on now. Uh, listen, Manu Ginobili is probably my favorite basketball player of all time. I mean, if you can't even play 30 minutes a game, if you can't even hey. hold up to the rigors of a regular season playing 30 minutes, are you a Hall of Famer, Dave? Come on. Yeah, he, he's clearly a Hall of Famer. Um, I mean, hell, his international career, he's probably a Hall of Famer. I mean, you win a gold medal in a country that's not the U.S., and, you know, it's likely that, that you're a Hall of Famer. Here's but the, uh, Here's the thing. I, I don't, yeah. We can't talk about the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, let's go. Fine. Let's go. So, all right. So I had no idea that Ginobili got snubbed because the only see, thing he, anyone ever wanted to talk about was yeah. would – uh, would KD pick Russ? Would uh, you know LeBron pick Kyrie and all this other crap? Right. I don't care about. I mean, to, to be fair, the only reason I care about the All Star stuff is, is solely because it's it should be a marker of hey, this guy's having a great season, right? Or you know, had a great year. It's weird to do it in the middle of the season, though. I, I, I will say that I think all they should do it during the summer. So, who do you think next year are going to be the five starters for the Western Conference? I think that's, we, a, that's an easy way to start, I think. Okay, so we're going based on votes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's again, it's it's 50% vote, 25% media, 25% player. So there's not going to be any crazy outliers anymore because I think the media and the players will, will be able to shoot it down. But right. who are you guessing next year are our all-star starters in the Western Conference? Probably Curry, yep. Harden, yep. LeBron, KD, and Anthony Davis. I think that's that, that's that's what I have as well. Yeah. I, think there's a, I think there's an outside chance an outside chance Donovan Mitchell gets in. Uh, you know what? As he's, a starter. Like, I think his, right. his, his, his whatever, his Q rating is blowing up. It's and, huge. Yeah. I, I actually, it's funny because while I was compiling my list, I made a note to mention Donovan Mitchell as a potential starter. Yeah. But that if he doesn't get voted in, he won't make it. Interesting. Okay. So we, we kind of agree. Curry Harden, James Durant, Anthony Davis are absolutely getting in no matter what, unless obviously injury. And we're not, I'm not going to say unless injury anymore, but uh, so those five are definitely getting in. So now we have this antiquated system where we have to pick two guards, three front court players, and then two wild cards to fill out the 12 man all-star roster. So who do you think, who are your Western conference all-stars under this, uh, this rigid format? Well, in addition to that starting five, um, I have Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard rounding out the guards. Uh huh. Um, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, and Draymond Green rounding out the front court, and then I have Clay Thompson and Nikola Jokic as my wild cards. That's wild. I love this. Our all star teams are are very different. Really? 
Yeah. Well, this is this is great. So 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 make sure I got this right. Uh, you had you had Damian Lillard. Uh huh. Russell you had, Westbrook. You had Westbrook, Lillard, yep. Paul George, uh-huh. Draymond Green, Rudy yep. Gobert, and then who were your last two? Clay Thompson. Okay. And Nikola Jokic. Remember the Lakers. Lakers fans are going to vote for Clay Thompson. Oh, just throwing that out there. <laughs> that's a that's going to be a part but, of their. But I, pitch. I, I think what's he? I don't think he's he's not going to be a starter. No, but but they are good. I'm telling you, there's going to be a huge push from the Lakers, probably organizational wide. You know, you're going to see Magic Johnson talking about Clay Thompson. He's gonna he's gonna take a tampering fine to say Clay Thompson should be an All Star. This is all a part of their pitch for 2019. So, uh, so I think deep state, we're going I think deep state even here. if Donovan Mitchell doesn't get in, I think he's making the all-star game no matter what. Now I wouldn't be shocked if he winds up being a snub, but I just don't see the players voting in Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. He because, was really low. He was the 15th guard last year. Ex- exactly. But yeah, but I, I, but so, so once you're not a starter though, it then just goes straight coaches. So I think the coaches will be able, I think the coaches will put, I'm, gu- I'm guessing because we're assuming the Jazz are going to be really good. I, they're going to be great. I think they're going to be the second best team in the league potentially. So I they're actually have be uh, best I actually have Rudy Rudy Gobert as a as a big snub. I I, I think he he's going to be in, end up being snubbed. Uh, so because this is, of can I ask why? Well, just because of I don't know. I think it's like an unsexy pick. I think somehow the c- coaches. Well, I'll tell you who I have. I'll tell you who I have. Okay, yeah. So that's... I think Donovan Mitchell's getting in no matter what. I think Russell Westbrook is getting in. So that so those are my two guards. My front court I wrestled with. Front court I went Jokic like you did, and I'm not sure he's going to get in. This would be his first All Star sure. game. Uh, I, I think it's highly questionable, but I think again I'm guessing the Nuggets are going to be in the middle of that playoff race for like you know a, a four, five, six seed at that time. Uh, and I think the coaches will will finally give the Nuggets an All Star with this current you know iteration of their team. I think Draymond Green makes it. I think Carl Anthony Towns makes it. Those are my front court players. And then as my two wild cards, I have Chris Paul getting back in. I feel like he was kind of an egregious snub last year. And then uh, Jimmy Butler, I think, gets in. So I, I don't have Paul George getting in. I don't have Rudy getting in. I have Clay Thompson not getting in. Uh, and, and also, you know, I don't have Damian Lillard getting in. And then the Spurs completely ignored. LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan not getting in. Okay, so Jimmy Butler, when he gets traded to the East, he has a really great shot. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> yeah, that that could that could be. So you don't you don't think as set up, you don't think Jimmy Butler would would be an All Star again? Because I, 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 I find that I have trouble wrapping my head around around you know the coaches not picking him because I think he's like a top I, ten he, player. I I think he well I don't know if he's a top ten guy, but uh, I think uh, wait you didn't have Paul George did you? No 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 well, he didn't make it last year he was I mean he was an right. injury replacement last year I right. think there's even less of a chance this year. Oh see I think he's going to be better this year. He could be better but I, I, I yeah I don't know. Remember he was a little dinged up and I you know like health always comes into this stuff but he was a little like banged up uh, kind of toward like December or something like that right and he never felt right I mean he talked about it kind of after the season where his shot he just didn't feel comfortable. Um, but also, I think another year of playing with Westbrook, he's going to be better next year. I, I think OKC is going to be better next year. Uh, they're going to be healthier. They're you know, they're not going to have Carmelo Anthony. Um, you know, not to like pile on the guy, but he was really bad last year, and that could be addition by subtraction. Um, Jimmy Butler is is a good player. I just 
I don't know that he, well, I mean, I, that's, I'm predicting that he might not be around, but I also think that that is such a combustible situation there. And they're apparently going to sign Luol Deng, who is going to play if he's on the team, <laughs> yeah. but I, whether he should or not, you know, we don't know cause we haven't really seen him. Um, you know, I, I just don't think Minnesota is going to be as good. Right. And, and I, I think that matters. And, and so you think it's like they go from two all-stars last year to in your world, no all-stars, which is certainly possible. I had, I had Carl Anthony towns kind of just behind Jokic uh-huh. and, and I, but I think that again, this is, this is, this is one thing where the content is actually, they did a good job with the content. There's been so much stuff out there about Carl Anthony towns defense and yeah. how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, to the point where a lot of people, myself included, started thinking, you know, maybe the league is kind of past Tom Thibodeau by mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you can't just ice everything anymore. I mean, I, I think that we know, we know that, but in particular, the way he does it, it just doesn't work, uh, with the pre-rotations and things like that. So I don't know if you've got a good mix there, uh, of coach and player to kind of bring Carl Anthony Towns up to the level we expect him to be. This isn't to say he can't be as good as he was last year. I mean, he was an all-star last year. Right. But I think that when the microscope is on a guy like that and they underperform expectations, which he did last year by all accounts because of his defense, um, I I think that that's when they get judged a little bit more harshly. And so, like you said, the coaches wind up doing these selections after, you know, if they're not starters, I think that coaches, they're aware of that stuff. And I think it does matter to them. I think that's why you can get a guy like Gobert on an all-star team because they love, you know, coaches love screening and defense. And I mean, he's one of the best in the, in the league. Can't even remember. Does like, has Gobert made an all-star game? I don't feel like he has. I feel like he's made, has he made one or two all NBA teams? Maybe just one all NBA team, but he's still NBA. Yeah. All NBA defense. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no, it's great. Um, looking at this, I think when you look at both of these conferences, you imagine if any of these teams are doing exceptionally well, that's going to kick the other guys out. Like exactly. if the jazz are the two or the three seed, you know, they probably get two guys in Jokic right. doesn't make it. If the thunder start off hot, which they, they very much could, if the thunder are the two seed at the all-star break or, you know, leading to the all-star break, they probably get both Paul George and Russell Westbrook in. Right. And that kicks out a Carl Anthony towns that kicks out a Nikola Jokic. Uh, these, these deeper snubs just go ahead and get it through your heads. These guys, aren't making the all-star games ever i'm talking about i'm talking about drew holiday i'm talking about ct mccollum uh devin booker sorry even if jamal murray blows up like the nuggets would have to be the one or the two seed you know i'd yeah. like to get a, a oh. second guy in mike conley mark gasol i'm sorry that the time has passed for, for you guys uh you know I, I can't even envision a scenario where they get in like if w- if the grizzlies are incredible if the grizzlies are in best case scenario i feel like all that love is going to go to jaron jackson jr and less and less he'll be averaging 20 and 10 <laughs> right uh are there any are there any crazy uh all-stars you could imagine from the western conference i'm well, having until, trouble envisioning but are there any you can until the news of booker's hand surgery Came out. I, I actually think he would have been a good candidate for for kind of a breakout season. I mean, yeah. he was fantastic last year, but he's been dealing with this hand injury now for. I mean, it's been like six months, and they're just doing surgery. So I would imagine this season it's not going to be a lost season for him, but it's not going to be a great one. And it really sucks because they signed Ariza, and they were. I thought they had an outside chance at competing for the eight seed, not necessarily making the eight seed, but kind of being in that eight to ten mix, and, and actually having like 
what I would judge a successful competitive season. Um, but now with this hand injury to their, you know, kind of their most explosive player, uh, it's going to be tough. I will say that Draymond and Clay are the most vulnerable on my list. Sure. Just just by virtue of being the third and fourth guys from from Golden State. And if Golden State throws up another season like they did last year, you know, where they win like, you know, 58 games, they're not going to get four guys again. Right. Because, because, again, it's all about the expectation. You know, these narratives, they start now, right? Like when, when people are doing their over-under previews, when people are doing their season previews, this is when all the expectations are set. And, is, you know, a lot of times, like, we can tell you who the rookie of the year or the MVP is going to be by mid-December because of the narrative stuff. So, you know, I will say those two guys are the most kind of vulnerable. Um, but as far as someone sneaking in and, and stealing a spot from him, I, you know, I just don't know. I could see Marvin Bagley actually getting an outside chance because I think he's going to put up numbers. There's no chance a king's make a king uh, makes it. Well, <laughs> and I, I'm just saying from a, from purely from a like non-smart guy basketball guy standpoint, he's going to put up numbers. But he's not going to be a and, starter. Like you, you have to you have to trick. Wait, the Bagley's coaches. starting. No, I'm saying like oh, oh, I mean I mean like right. like you you could you could even no. trick. Well, I was thinking like Lonzo coaches Ball. Lonzo Ball could could be like the top vote getter playing alongside sure. LeBron James. But even then, I think the players and the coaches, like it's, it's not going to work out. Like now that I've seen that Manu Ginobili didn't even work, like, <laughs> like, like get in. I um, think, sorry. I, I also think Capella will, will get some buzz because I mean, he was great last year and, yeah. and, and kind of was a snub. I mean, you know, everybody's technically a snub, but I think he was kind of on the cusp last year. Um, if, if Doncic has a, a great, rookie season, you know, like we're all kind of expecting if all of Europe votes for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I think that there's, you know, there's a few guys, but like as far as compelling cases, I think it's going to be like that. It's going to be that Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, Nikola Jokic, Rudy Gobert, uh, maybe Donovan Mitchell, you know, that kind of cluster of guys where a few of them don't make it. And it's going to be like, Oh, they were robbed or whatever. But really like, I don't know. I mean, I think that your team is good and my team is good. I like Clay Thompson is clearly an all-star level player, right. whether he's going to be recognized as such next season. It has very much is a lot to do with how, how good the warriors are. Cause if they, if they're on a 70 win pace, all four of those guys are making it. Yeah. You, so you and I, to, to, to wrap up the West, you and I both snubbed the Spurs, uh, Aldridge and, and DeRozan. Um, and then, uh, and then the rest, I, I think it's like, you know, we have like, there's like 16 guys we're choosing from pretty much uh, the Jimmy Butler's, the Chris Paul's being on like, you didn't have them on yours. And then I didn't have Paul George uh, or Rudy Gobert yeah, uh, on mine and, and Jokic again. I feel like I'm just dreaming on Jokic, but uh, who knows uh, going to the Eastern conference. I feel like we give a lot of guff obviously to the Eastern conference. It's not as dire as I thought it was going to be. when I started picking these all-stars uh, like it's not going to be a bunch of randoms like Spencer did when he's not getting in it, like these are all guys with pretty good pedigree, I think, but you have to start with the starters. I think the starters in the East are going to be interesting. I feel like the West is going to be pretty much the same. Plus LeBron James, uh, the stars in the East could be fun. Who do you have getting in as the starters? Uh, I, I would say it's going to be Kyrie, Ben Simmons, Giannis, Kawhi, and Joel Embiid. 100% agreement for me. I had the How exact. about that? So Ben Simmons is going to make his first All-Star game, and he's going to get voted in as a starter. So, yeah, all right, that's good. So so we have that. Uh, I think was uh, DeRo- yeah, so DeRozan was, was voted in as a starter last year as a guard, and poor right. guy is now not even going to make the All-Star game, according to us in the Western <laughs> Conference. All right, so, so, so we agree completely there. 
All right. So so now who are your who are your Eastern Conference reserves? Uh, let's see. I've got uh, Bradley Beal and Victor Oladipo as my other two guards. I have Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Larry Markinen as my remaining front court. Hang on. What? I'm sorry. Keep oh, going. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. He's going to put up he's going to put up numbers and he's going to look good doing it. Okay. He's going to put up numbers. I, and then my wild cards are Aaron Gordon and John Wall. Wow. I know. That's crazy. All right. I, I went a little, I will admit, I, I reached a little bit on some of these. You read, you read some. So make sure I got, I'm, I'm missing, I, I didn't write down one. So you got Brad Beal, you got Oladipo. Uh-huh. And then, and then I, I like blacked out because you said Jason, Jason Tatum. Tatum and Laurie Markkinen. Jason Tatum, Laurie Markkinen. And who else? And Al then, Horford. Oh, Al Horford. Okay. Al yeah. Horford was the one was the one I didn't. Write I think down. the Celtics are going to be so good that it, they're going to put three guys. In. So you you have three guys getting in from the Celtics, but not Gordon Hayward, which uh, not Gordon Hayward, which I'm impressed by. Okay, well, so I think it, I, I listen. I, I'm not sure he's going to start for them, oh. and I think that that kind of makes a difference. Now, I mean, we'll see. Uh, obviously, it's that you know, that is almost as insane as your optimistic son's take you spouted out a little bit earlier. <laughs> Wait, uh, that that, uh, <laughs> that Hayward won't start. Yeah, I, you, you, oh, you think that's he, gonna happen? I don't know. I, I don't think it's a lock. I think it's. I crazy. don't think it's a lock. Um, I mean, he wouldn't be the best player to ever come off the bench. Okay, so let right? let, let me give you mine. Okay. Uh, and this is the East is is very confused. It's it is it is weird. I mean, I, I went I have, with John Wall, and I went with him late. Yeah, but it's a kind of it's a weird it's weird it's weird. That's it. So I have I have Victor Oladipo, who I think is clearly a lock. And so Oladipo's a lock. Then uh, I have Kyle Lowry, who you just totally snubbed. I have Kyle Lowry from the sixty win to be Toronto Raptors. How about sixty four? Sixty three. There you go. Uh, I put in. I also thought the Celtics would get three All Stars, but I chose I chose Gordon Hayward and Al Horford to go along with Kyrie Irving, not Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I have my other front court. I think I'm going to go Blake Griffin. And then, oh my God, I cannot believe. Oh, did you forget about I, him? I completely forgot about Blake Griffin. I mean, I don't, I don't think Blake Griffin is a lock by any I, means. I do. Okay, I do. And you know what? He he was on my first list and didn't make it on my second list. Well, here we go. Let's so scratch off Blake, Lowry Markkinen because that was insane. No, I put Blake over Aaron Gordon. I'm keeping. Oh, that Markin. makes sense. That, that that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I'm keeping uh, Markkinen. All right, so I so I have I have Blake Griffin. And then I have John Wall for my wild card. And then I'm, I'm at a loss. Then it comes down to whichever team has the most wins, I think, between Drummond, Brad Beal, Kevin Love, and Chris Middleton. And I'm so well, you've got I'm, Wall, but not Beal. I feel like somehow, yes, I think the coaches and just the longevity, and I feel like they always default to who's been there the most. And so I think... John Wall, who's made what several All Star games, sure. uh, he's made it, fi- five or six or something. Okay. And Brad Beal, I think, made his first last year. Like, if I may, yes, not to get to NBA insidery on you. Oh, please do. But from talking to people around the league, oh, hello, Bradley Beal is <laughs> very highly regarded. He's I mean, awesome. I mean, he's he's very good. He's the best player on that team. Yeah, but I mean, among people in the league. Like they are very aware of how good Brad Beal is. I mean, it, like I talked to quite a few people this summer. Um, yeah, I, I would say Beal would get in over Wall. 
So uh, which I I'm, which I'm fine no, with. Not to change yeah, yeah. your mind. I mean, you know, who well, cares? I mean, I, again, I still, I still have a spot for him. But right now, right now, in the All-Star game. I, ha- I, have John, I have John Wall in. I think it's probably going to be Brad Beal again. Although I can imagine Andre Drummond or Kevin Love if like the, the, the Cavs are, are reasonably decent. Like, I think they're going to have a better record than the Bulls. One of my deep cuts was thinking, like, is there a scenario that Wendell Carter Jr. gets in? Like, but that's funny that I was thinking him, but you're thinking Laurie Markkinen. Like, what kind of numbers and what kind of win totals do you think the Bulls would have to have for the coaches to pick Laurie Markkinen as a reserve? I think Markkinen is probably going to put up, like, somewhere around 18 a game. Uh-huh. And I think he's going to do it efficiently. Um, Zach Levine will be healthy. So he'll have like, you know, there's another scoring threat. And then not to mention Wendell Carter is going to be amazing and, you know, help marketing quite a bit. I just think marketing has a lot of, I mean, you know, Porzingis is not there this year. Right. Right. So Porzingis isn't stealing his shine as the tall white, you know, European big who can shoot. Um, I think that, I think marketing is going to get some buzz. Now I, I threw Mark, like I said, I reached on a couple of these and marketing was one of them. Right. Tatum, Tatum might've been the other, but I think that the, the Celtics are going to win a lot and Tatum's going to be a pretty big piece of that. And so you, um, and you think Kyle Lowry, I feel like that he will definitely get in if the Raptors are think, as, as you know, a top three seed, like we assume they're going to be. See, I think, I think Kyle Lowry is not going to be, as big a part of their success as he has been because Kawhi oh. is going to be, he's going to dominate the, the kind of the news cycle quite a bit. Uh-huh. Right. So he's going to take all the attention. You think the coaches um, might, uh, might hold, uh, hold it against him that the, he got well, let me Dwayne Casey you. run out of there, you know, if they're standing the Celtics, up for their own. Yeah. If you're the Celtics, are you going to, who are you going to game plan for? Well, when you're playing, yeah, when you're playing what? Toronto, don't, I mean, you're don't you game think, plan for Kyle Lowry? No, you're going you to do. Yeah, you can't ignore both. I don't think you can ignore him. He's. I think he's been their best player, right, for their run. They won almost you know sixty games last year with sure. Kyle Lowry being their best player. I, I can't. I can't assume you just ignore him now that Kyle. I mean, that Kawhi's there. Ah, but he's a year older. Sure, aren't we all? Right, and he's got a much much better player now on the roster. By the way, if they win, if they are on pace for sixty plus wins. Yeah, I do think there's a good shot Kyle Lowry makes it again. Yep. He's on my bubble. Uh-huh. I can't. I can't believe. By the way, I, I'm. I, it's egregious that I forgot Blake Griffin. I think Blake Griffin's going to have egregious. a great year. He got. He got sent to Siberia. He got banished <laughs> to a, a team that will never be on TV. I mean, yeah. it, it, we were laughing about it last year because, like, I, you know, I, I very publicly wear on my sleeve. I do not like Blake Griffin, the basketball player, and and, uh, and so like uh, I thought it was hilarious that he got sent to the Pistons of all places. It's like he went from LA to being part of Lob City on TNT every week to never being heard from again. And, uh, and that's, that's great to me. I think it's funny. Like Andre Drummond, you know, was like a big snub last year. And then he, and then he got in last year, there was what, 15 or 16 all-stars in the East because there were so many injury replacements. Yeah. Uh, and so we're not feeling there's any chance. I don't feel there's hardly any chance that like Goran Dragic doesn't get back in, uh, Kimba Walker. I, I, I have a bad feeling about the Hornets season coming up. Uh, um, I, I feel like what, there is a chance that, like, I don't, you know, knock on wood that Joel Embiid doesn't get hurt. But, like, this could be the year where, you know, maybe he misses some games again. And I think Ben Simmons definitely, the, if that is the case, probably is, like, MVP conversation. Like, I feel like Ben Simmons is going to have such a huge season. So I, I, I almost felt like I was going out on a limb, you know, with him as a as an all-star starter. But since you said it, too, <laughs> you know, like... 
if Embiid's healthy, I think he's going to be an all-star starter. If Embiid misses any time, absolutely. Yeah. No question. I, I think I think the East is really funny because, you know, Giannis, like the Bucks are probably the, the fourth or fifth best team in the East. Uh-huh. But Giannis should be the favorite for MVP. Right. Period. Right. Think, like, cause he's true. all they got. And he's so his, his ceiling is so high. Um, but I think that Kawhi, if he has a year, like we expect and, and Toronto is as good as we are all thinking they can be. I mean, that's your, that's probably your front runner for MVP. It's, it's really interesting to me that the East is kind of stacked up top. Right. Well, with, they are no, really yeah. great. I mean, great players and, and you know, but I, I don't know if the Celtics have a guy that could be MVP just because they've got so many guys. Um, but I do think Ben Simmons or Embiid have a good chance and it all is about Embiid's health. If Embiid's healthy and plays 65 games, he's probably the MVP. It's, it's crazy to think like that, right? Like he's that good and that important. I mean, their, I'm not, their, I'm not as high so much on the Sixers. I, I don't feel like the Sixers are going to be as good as people think they are like i mean it, I, I guess all of it is built on Embiid and simmons if, if they make next leaps and then you have two mvp caliber guys sure they could be that good but just like the rest of the roster i have just big question marks and them being like we brought in wilson chandler like well, oh losing Ilyasova and bellinelli actually right. hurts them yeah and it's like wilson chandler can't do what those guys did and no there's not so, so won't. yeah 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 um, are there any, are there any deep, so who were your, uh, who were your snubs or any guys you really thought? I know we talked about a couple, like you left Kyle Lowry out, you left Gordon Hayward out. Uh, right. you don't think Drummond's going to make it. I think Drummond, I think Drummond's like right on the cusp. Sure. I, you know, he's going to have to have another, I mean, he had a crazy year last year. Right. And a lot of the buzz for him making the all-star team was because of how good the offense was going through him early in the season. And well, then that fell off. Um, you know, even leading up to the all-star break. So it was a little bit of fool's gold there. Uh, but you know, I think Drummond is on the cusp. I, I think Wendell Carter will be on the cusp. I think he could. I'm a, are you thinking the bulls are going to be okay? I think, no, they're going to be bad. Okay. But, but you can, you can be bad and, and still have guys that, that show you stuff. I feel like a lot of times the coaches ignore stats on bad teams. When See, the, but I don't, I don't think so. I think okay. that we we've, we've seen, you know, guys who were 2010, but on terrible teams and we've seen them make all-star games. That's what, that was my argument about Bagley. I think Bagley's going to put up numbers uh-huh. and he'll be a rookie and, and people will say, well, you know, Hey, the Kings are bad and he's just a rookie, but look at these numbers. Yeah. And that's my, I, I don't really think Bagley's going to make an all-star game and I don't think he's going to be deserving of an all-star game, but what's I think your, he might, uh, he what's, might your, what's your over under career, career Bagley all-star game. 0.5. I'd say one. All right, so you're taking the over. I'm taking the under. I'm taking. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just think he's got a shot because, again, high motor. He's going to put up numbers, but he he's probably for his career. I mean, it's tough to say because he hadn't even started it yet. But right, just just projection wise, like I don't know if he's necessarily going to be like a a top level starter ever, but we'll see. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of any long shots. I feel sad. I, I was certain once like LeBron James left the East. Like finally, my favorite player, Chris Middleton, would crack it, but I I, I don't even have him in on on, on my twelve man in the offseason. and so I, I feel sad about it. I don't also think I think Aaron Gordon, like you know, I feel like that's more of a, a magic dream. I don't yeah. know what that team is going to do. I don't feel like there's any even more any weird long shots like Eric Bledsoe. Maybe if nah. if Boonholzer I, I mean, can I get think, the Bucks to be incredible. See, I'd say Middleton over like Middleton could oh, make yeah, it certainly. on my list over Tatum. 
or over Markkinen. Yeah. Um, and and is probably more likely to do that, especially with Bud. Um, and and his big thing has just been health. Like he had the whole hamstring thing last year, missed a lot of time, and but he was incredible. But even last last year he was bad. Like he played the whole season last year, averaged like tw- twenty five and five, and it's like no one, no one talks about it, or no no one no because one they're not it. good enough. I know. But if if Giannis kind of, <laughs> I don't know, takes another <laughs> another leap, or even let's just say he's as good as he was last year, but with a competent coach, right? Um, they could they could potentially sneak up and be the two seed. You know, like they have that kind of potential because of Giannis and Middleton and, you know, adding Brooke Lopez is huge for them. And so, our, and our boy, Ursan Elisova. You got me all excited about basketball, man. What that was, punk. that's the, uh, that's the goal. I've been not thinking about it. I didn't listen to Zach's podcast the other day. You know, <laughs> I, I've just, you know, I've just been like, not, I'm not going to say it's a funk, but I definitely have just been like, all right, I can't sit and think about basketball. And now you got me all fired up. All fired about, up. These teams are so exciting. Thinking about the Bucks and the Bulls. Ugh. Thinking about Trey Young's all-star candidacy? Come on. You know, Give so, him some shots. If he's, aver- funny, if, he, if he's averaging 10 assists, come on, coaches. Don't well, leave him out. I was going to say, that that's a funny one because I think that his variance for a rookie is going to be – I mean, he's going to be bad, I expect. But – what if he's not, you know, like, cause he, he's either going to be really bad or he's going to be pretty good, uh, as a rookie. <laughs> there's not going to be any kind of, Oh yeah. He had a middling season. You know, it was fine. He's either going to be horrific or he's going to be great. You don't, you don't uh, see the middle ground. That's pretty funny. No. And you know, they've done a good job. They've got shooting around him. You know, I, I don't think they're going to be a good team. They're going to be bad, but he's going to have some space to operate. So I, I think tennis is, you know, eight to 10 assists is definitely in play for him. Yeah. All right. Just to make sure as, as a closing, just to make sure we, we haven't snubbed any, any well, fan base from me forgetting Blake Griffin. Uh, no, existed. it's okay. There aren't, there aren't just Pistons fans. God, there existed. aren't Pistons fans. Don't worry about it. Uh, the, <sighs> the Pacers, if the Pacers are super good, which they could be like maybe miles Turner, you know, could maybe get in as a second. Maybe well, if Tyreek Evans scores 20 points a game again, like maybe they I would think put Tyreek's got a better shot than miles. Yeah. Although Miles is in shape now, apparently he's exercised this summer after not doing it last year. I think I learned that from Instagram. Well, we saw what happened with Oladipo when he found out you can lift weights. Right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I don't think, you know, um, any of these, like the Hornets again, Kemba, I don't think he's getting back in. The, the Knicks, I don't think you're going to put anybody. The Nets, you know. Kevin Knox, Kevin Knox might do something, man. I mean, you know, he's going to be yeah. like the only scorer Numbers, on that team. Yeah. Oh, Tim, and, you just did bald face lie. Oh, Tim Hardaway Jr. Wait, insulted. Be, <laughs> I am out of practice, man. God, I just <laughs> forgot about Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, there's no reason to be getting mad about that, but I mean, he yeah, is. But, a, well, he is here's a, what I'm going to say scorer. is that they're going to be running a lot of plays for Kevin Knox also. Yeah. Wait, you know, Fizdale's running plays. That's new. I'm going to make a note. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to run plays for Kevin Knox. And, and I'm not sure. Have they talked about whether he's playing the four or not? Because again, then that I, yeah. gives him a little bit of a positional advantage. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Dave Fisdale just said he's my Kevin Durant. We're going to run the Kevin Durant package for him. Well, there you go. That's a, that's, that's Fisdale hyperbole for everyone. I don't know if you know that he, he compares all of his players. Like he compared Lance Thomas. He's like, Oh, that's, that's my Draymond. That's my Draymond green. Oh, so that's the thing. Fisdale does. One, it's, it's hilarious. He, I mean, he did yeah. it with, he called uh, Ivan Rab, Chris Bosch with the Grizzlies. He called, uh, what was the other one? Jermichael <laughs> green. He said, that's my, maybe it's Jermichael green, Chris Bosch. Probably. He definitely called somebody Dwayne Wade. Can't remember who that was. Wayne Selden, maybe. Anyway, hey. let's wrap this up. Dave, <laughs> when, when, can, when can your fans, 
When can your fans Wade. look forward to uh, to something coming from you? I don't know. Okay. I don't, and I mean that honestly. Uh, I maybe like a month from now. Okay. We'll see. That's good. I, yeah. I mean, you know, if if you and I weren't buddies, I wouldn't have done your podcast. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys uh, check out check out Dave's stuff. He's still on Twitter. You're still on Twitter, right? You're still a tweeting little a little bit. I, not like normal. Like I, I keep popping in Fine. just because you know. Everybody, give Dave a break. He just wants some space. <laughs> It's not even that. He it's wants just, a space. You know, set your clocks. You know, on. like like preseason starts in like three weeks, Dave. So you need to wake up. Just saying. Wait, training camp starting a week. Is that true? That's not true. I think it's starting three weeks. Training camp. I think into September, I believe, because media days media days are all like the twenty sixth, the twenty seventh, twenty eighth. Okay. I think that's the start of training camp. Yeah, I mean, so it, I my inside know. sources are telling me that, Dave. <laughs> Well, I haven't sent I haven't sent any emails yet, so I'm not. That's pretty good. Hey, yeah. Dave, thanks for uh, making an, ex- an exception and coming on. Yeah. and I'll uh, I'll look forward to talking with you soon. <laughs> Sounds good, man. All right, thanks to Dave. Always fun to talk with him. Definitely look forward to his podcast on the NBA with Dave DeFore. Coming back. All right. You want more Fast Break Breakfast? You get that at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast. Bonus audio, bonus videos. Uh, we got the new episode of Ground Chuck coming up very soon. We're going to be having fantasy basketball with those people coming up very soon. Another way you can support the show is just downloading the draft app, draft.com slash fast break. Use our code fast break. Let's play some fantasy football together. I'm not even joking. The draft app is awesome. You guys should all download it and play and come play with me. And use our code FASTBREAK. Oh, and I almost forgot. We're doing the t-shirt design contest where submit your print-ready designs. You can email them to fastbreakbreak at gmail, or you can send them to the Twitter and the Twitter direct message. But uh, any designs that we choose to use for a Fast Break Breakfast t-shirt, we will give you $30 and a Fast Break Breakfast towel and give you a shout-out. So if you want to make a Fast Break Breakfast t-shirt, Now's your chance to do that. You can email those designs, to, again, to fastbreakbreak at gmail. We will be considering the submissions throughout all of September and pick uh, hopefully a couple winners at least uh, come the first episode of October. All right, you can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook, everywhere. Check us out at Fast Break Break. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being GNG. Fan break, break, man. You understand? This is Josh Lloyd from the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. If you are looking at playing fantasy basketball this season, whether it's standard leagues or dynasty leagues, we have you covered looking at all the players' projections all through this preseason period. And then as the season starts, we recap every day's action, tell you the best moves to make, the trades to look at, and which players to grab off the wave wire, plus covering daily fantasy sports as well. That's the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Check it out now.